Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Life Coach Zach Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rance, certified life coach, certified nutritionist, mental health advocate, meditation master. No, not really, but thanks so much for stopping by. I hope that you guys get a ton of value from each and every single episode. I like to bring extremely powerful uh, leaders of their industries on each and every single episode, whether it's a doctor, nutritionist, um, coach, leader, I, whatever it is, I, I want to make sure that not only are you guys learning, but that I'm learning. You know, at the end of the day, I'm doing this podcast, not just for you guys, but I'm doing it for myself. And all these conversations that I have with every single person I just named uh, is helping me get better. And it's helping me step into the greatest version of myself. And I just hope I can pay it forward to you guys through these deep, powerful conversations. Thanks so much for stopping by. And I uh, hope you have a wonderful day. Good energy. Yeah, man. So how are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Uh, I head back to school next Sunday, so a little less than a week from today. Um, but I'm excited, man. It's been a good break, a good, um, you know, couple months just at home, back, back home from school is nice. A little change of pace was nice, but I'm also excited to get back, back to college. What are you looking forward to the most when you go back to college? Um, honestly, I mean, just, just taking everything I've, I've learned over this break uh, you know, my routine, my just I'm 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 in a good rhythm right now and I, I can't wait to take that over to, to school. Uh I can't wait to see my friends. I can't wait like honestly can't wait to start classes. I'm getting kind of bored of this at uh to be honest. But yeah, I'm I'm pumped. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So for all the people that are listening, Lucas is or was a life coach client of mine. We worked together for three months. We had 12 sessions together and Lucas came to me in the beginning. Actually, Lucas, let me, let me let you tell the story. How did you end up reaching out to me? No, I, I knew Zach cause of big brother. You know, I watched big brother, so I all that. So I knew Zach cause of that. And I just followed him through social media, through that stuff. Um, but then around like, I don't know, like September or October, I saw that you were doing all this life coach stuff. And I was like, damn, this is really cool. Like, like I kind of want to see what, what, what he's up to. Like, I want to see what, what this is all about. So I reached out uh, through Instagram, I think, and you responded right away. You're like, hell yes, let's get on a call, like whatever. And I mean, since then, we, we, we went through all our sessions. You know, we honestly, we just talked every few days and, and it was awesome. You know, just changing little things, uh, developing good habits, all that good stuff which, you know, it's small stuff, but like my life isn't so different from what it was before, but just my perspective on it is so different, which, which makes the world of a difference, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I remember the, one of the first initial conversations we had, you were telling me how you just had a lot of anxiety. Yeah. You were, you were thinking a lot about the future and you were nervous about I remember one of the things you said is that you're already worried about getting fired from a future job that that you didn't even have at the time. And we started out doing a lot of consciousness work, observing our own thoughts, Mm -hmm. acknowledging our own thoughts, and trying to remain present as possible. And listen, guys, obviously, it's easier said than done. 
But like you said, it doesn't take monumental, massive shifts and changes to make a difference. Sometimes it's just 1% more conscious, whether it's writing on your hand, something to remind you about. And I know that was something that you you and I did together, um, just like reminding ourselves that the thoughts in our head aren't always who we are. But what were some of the things that you practice to help you manage your anxiety? Yeah, no, that was definitely the big thing because growing up, I had like knowing knowing that I didn't even know what anxiety was. Like, I didn't know what that felt like. But I don't know. As I went through my first year of college and and then my second, I started to feel just like just like a voice in my head that I had I had never really you know noticed before. Um, but one thing that really helped me was I think it was like our second or third session. I told you about this. I was like, hey, dude, like there's this voice in my head. Like I can't get it out. No matter how hard I try, like, I can't control it. And you told me, you're right. Like, there is a voice in your head. But you got to realize that you are not that voice. You are just the awareness of that voice. Yeah. And, I, you know, um, you gave that voice a name for me. You're like, okay, that voice, that's your roommate. His name is Joe. And every time Joe tries to fuck with you in your head, you tell Joe <laughs> to fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it sounds kind of funny and it sounds kind of stupid, but it really helped because, you know, you gave that voice in your head a name. And at the beginning, it was very hard to recognize when that voice was coming out. But you just through a lot of practice and just experience, I guess, I was able to to recognize that voice when it came out. And I was like, hey that's not you, you know, that, that voice that's telling you that you're going to screw up or you're not good enough or whatever it was, that's not you. And that's fine. That's your stupid roommate. Tell him to shut up. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a huge one for me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Acknowledging those thoughts and, and disidentifying from those thoughts that, you know, your thoughts are your thoughts. Lucas is Lucas. Lucas is not his thoughts. And when you're able to completely detach from that anxiety, detach from that fear, detach from that jealousy or anger or, or depression, mm-hmm. you can be fully present. So how did that, just that um, practice of, of naming your thoughts, Joe, how did that change your life? And what were some of the differences that you saw immediately? No, that was definitely huge. That was definitely huge. Um, because like I said before, I didn't, I had never really thought about it the way that you told me to think about it. You're like, hey, that voice in your head, that's another person. That's not you. And those thoughts, you're not going to make them go away. You can change your perspective on them. You can change how you approach those thoughts. Mm-hmm. You can change how those thoughts affect your life. But those thoughts are always going to be there. So you just got to realize that you are the awareness of those thoughts not, and that those thoughts don't control you. And it was very tough at first because it was hard to recognize like, hey, like that thing in your head that keeps talking to you, like that's not you. But um, yeah, just through through practice and through experience, I guess, I I was just able to, like you said, disidentify with that voice. And now when when that voice gets in my head, I pay a lot less attention to it. Like, don't get me wrong, it still gets to me sometimes, but I, I am able to recognize that voice much quicker and be like, hey, that's not you. Like, shut, shut up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that voice is, is our ego. That voice wants us to be scared. That voice wants us to be angry. That voice wants us to be the victim and to point fingers at other people. Mm-hmm. That, that voice, it clings to things like that because 
that's what that voice thrives on. And that practice and that consciousness and that awareness of that voice was just the first step for you, bro. That, yeah. that honestly was just the first step of understanding that. And I learned that from a book, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, which is a fabulous book that I think everyone should read. And, and it really talks about that voice in your head being a roommate. If your roommate was constantly telling you that this is going to happen bad and that thing is going to happen bad, you would punch your roommate in the face. And that's exactly what we did, right? Yeah. Next thing that we worked on were some habits. So what are some habits that you implemented into your life? Yeah, I think, first of all, um, I mean, of course, I developed a lot of good habits, but also I think the elimination of bad habits was just as important. Mm. Um, But yeah, one thing... I mean, you and I both know what the biggest habit for me was, and that was my morning routine. Um, because throughout, uh, like from probably I would say like July to like October, I was waking up every day, kind of like in just like a groggy mood, like not super motivated. You know, I wouldn't shower every morning. I'd, I'd wake up like five minutes, five minutes before class, because you know I just. I just logged into my computer, sat on my bed and took my class. Um, you know, that obviously didn't help with motivation. Um, but I'm a very stru- structured person and I needed some sort of routine, just some sort of consistency to my day. And so that's how we developed that morning routine. You know, in the beginning, we were like, hey, you're going to wake up 45 minutes before you usually do. You're not going to touch your phone. You're going to go downstairs. You're just going to be fully present for a bit. You're going to go outside, mm-hmm. shoot some hoops. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes you're gonna take a shower eat breakfast all of this without touching my phone and I did that for like a month or so um you know over time I it kind of evolved into something else to what it is now which now I wake up I, I mean I, I don't remember the last time I woke, woke up before 9 a.m but like um and I don't have to I mean I'm on break right now I, I've there's I, I don't have school right now so, but it's just a habit I've developed and I enjoy how it makes me feel. So I wake up now, probably like an hour before I even need to. First thing I do is I just I just sit there and I do uh, the positive affirmations, which you taught me as well. Um, you know, just just talking to yourself, you know, realize what, what you're grateful for um, and just reminding yourself that like like your value and, and, on, and all that. Um that was very important for me, that morning routine, you know, I've developed habits of just writing stuff down whenever I, whenever something's on my mind, um, I just pull out either my phone or, or a notebook or whatever it is. I just write it down, get out of my mind, and then I can keep on going with my day. Um, there's literally, there's so many tiny little things that I've also developed. Um, I can't really think of right now, but I think that is so important, you know, um, Recently, for the new year, also, I, I've been trying to eliminate, you know, stupid little habits like like just fidgeting with my fingers and like like messing with my nails and stuff. Uh, I've tried to eliminate texting and driving, just putting my mm. phone away for the whole car ride, even at red lights, like not even touching my phone. Um, instead of watching Netflix or like a random YouTube video, I put on a podcast or an audiobook. Um, just stuff like that. I think it makes it, it makes it a lot easier to eliminate a bad habit if you replace it with a good habit. Um, So well said, bro. 
So well said. And these, dude, I know I'm repeating myself, but these are like minuscule changes. Minuscule. Putting your phone away, like waking up 45 minutes earlier, not using your phone in the morning, like minuscule changes that when you continuously execute every single day, these micro wins lead to massive results. And a lot of the stuff that you know, we worked on together. I, if you want to say I taught it to you, I, I kind of just opened your eyes to it. You know, you're the one who's teaching it to yourself, just as I'm still teaching it to myself. And as a coach, I don't have all the answers, you know, and I'm not perfect. And I still work on a lot of the things that you're talking about. I still work on them today. Obviously, waking up for me is super easy now. And okay. meditation is something that I enjoy because I've been doing it every day for four years. But um, these these small changes amount to massive results. And you know, consistently executing them like you're doing, eventually these results are going to compound on themselves. And, you know, like I'm still trying to learn all this shit too. And that, and that's what I want the audience to understand is like, you know, I'm not here to, to, if you want to hire me as your coach, I'm not here to teach you all the knowledge I've gained. I'm just here to open your mind to some things that, that will probably improve your life. So Lucas, let me ask you a question, bro. If you had to go back in time, um, would you hire me again? Oh, of course, in a heartbeat, 100%. Would you recommend coaching to other people? Yeah. No, I think, especially for guys in today's day and age, I think it's some, it's it's just like, it's something people, you know, they're like, oh, I'm a man, I don't need this, like, I don't need a life coach, I don't need to meditate, or I don't, like, I'm fine, like, I'll be all right. But, you know, in reality, I think mental health is huge nowadays mm-hmm. with all of social media. <sighs> All the technology, everything. I think is it is huge, hugely important, um, and it is definitely something people have to take care of. Absolutely, and I love I love what you mentioned too about people thinking that they have everything under control or they don't need this, and you know that that that's that's a form of arrogance. You know, like we can all learn something. We we have to we have to develop a, a sense of humility that we don't know everything and to stay curious and to want to learn and you know who cares about age or job or whatever demographic you come from at the end of the day there's something to be learned from each and every single not only person but thing on earth whether it's a plant or the ocean or a rocket ship a star I mean we can learn so much for so many things you just have to be hum- humble about it and and want to be curious and you know you you took the leap of faith and you invested in yourself through me and i think it's fair to say that you got more than your money's worth bro i, I want to say yeah. on here that i'm extremely proud of you for showing up taking it seriously paying the full amount of money and and not only that but continuing to practice all these things moving forward because like I feel super fulfilled and accomplished that I'm doing God's work through you. So you now have this obligation right here, right now on this podcast on January 19th, 2021 at 1051 AM, bro. I am relying on you. I, I'm dead. I'm not, you know me, bro. I'm not even fucking kidding. I am relying on you to step into the greatest version of yourself each and every single fucking day. Okay. And I mean, one thing that you touched on previously, like at a certain point, it just becomes second nature. Like, I mean, I, I, I woke up my, the waking up early for me was really tough. Like in the beginning, but after a month or so, like now it just becomes second nature. Like, even if I don't set an alarm, I'm waking up really early and I'm going through my morning routine just because, just because I enjoy it and it makes me feel better. And little by little, those habits that you are, you're trying to implement into your life, like 
little by little, you'll you'll see the ones that you enjoy. And something that you always tell me is double down on what's working for you. Yes. Because, I mean, not everything works for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe reading a book will work more than meditating for somebody. So you have to just learn about yourself. You know, I think giving yourself about 30 days for each habit is a good good amount of time to realize what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And then you double down on what does. Um, dude, I am fucking proud, bro. You are absolutely right, dude. Double down on what works. Whatever works for me is not necessarily going to work for you, but you're going to try it and I'm going to try new shit and the stuff that works, we're going to double down on. And and routines and habits, they change. Goals change. Priorities change. Yeah, of course. You know? So it, it's okay not to be as strict with your routine, but as long as you're getting 1% better and 1% more conscious, 1% more mindful, then you're moving in the right direction. Lucas, bro, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Of course, man. Of course. You're my fucking boy now. We're boys for life. Of course, dog. No, and I want to touch on one more thing, which was last night I was talking to my mom and she was like, oh, like I want to lose weight. Like, like I can't do it. I try so hard. Like I was for one week straight, I went on the Peloton bike and I ate super healthy and I didn't lose one pound. And I was and I told my mom, I'm like, hey, mom, that's not what you have to do. You have to set an attainable goal. You know, even if it's going on the Peloton bike for 20 minutes or going on a 20 minute run, but do it every single day. Mm-hmm. Because if she were to go on, this is something that was touched upon on the compound effect, which was the first book you re- recommended to me. I've listened to it like three times now, <laughs> um, which talks about, you know, developing momentum and getting into habits, developing good habits and getting to a good rhythm. Um, and I told my mom, I was like, hey. If you go on that bike for 35 days straight for 20 minutes, but you do it every single day without failure, it'll it'll produce a much greater um, effect on you than if you just went on that bike, you know, a couple times a week for one hour. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, and that's something you told me also, um, you know, you're just like, hey, just breathe for five minutes every day. Set an attainable goal that you know you can achieve, just do it for five minutes. And then little by little, you'll add more and more and you'll see the effects of it. That's it. The compound effect, baby. If anyone out there listening has not heard of the compound effect, it's an incredible book, very easy to read by Darren Hardy. Um, and it talks about just being consistent and being 1% better every single day, whether it's one less alcoholic drink, wake up one minute earlier, read one extra page and the results eventually compound on themselves. Dude, yep. Lucas, bro, again, thank you so much for coming today. I hope you have an incredible week. Thank and you. Uh, we will absolutely talk soon. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks for having me.